The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Takes a shot, she scores! See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. How are you? Good. Um, so today we're uh, interviewing Chris Billum-Smith. Uh, yes. He is... Oh, I've just been watching clips of him. Uh, he's, a, he's a cruiserweight. He's just won a world championship. Just watch the fight or the highlights. I never, ever want to be a boxer. God, I did a stint of boxing. Please don't talk about it with him. <laughs> I could talk about my boxing that I do. Yeah, you could do, or we could ask about his. But oh. when I do it, Nick gets me to do like a minute, just a minute, and it is shattering. Uh, like one, two, one, two, then. Fucking <laughs> hell. It's like. It's like geriatric boxing. I went, I walked past a boxing class, you know, like they do it for fitness. And yeah, the people well, were like, yeah, yeah. So I met, uh, and uh, they were sort of doing it. And I was just watching, going, because obviously you're used to watching like these guys box or whatever. It's like, it looked like there was slow motion. They were going like this. And obviously, when they're pros, it, it's like, and I was like, fucking hell, this is like sucking slow motion. It was like, yeah. I don't want to use the word pathetic because I would have been the same. But I was like, is it? It's like really fucking hard, isn't it? To like for the it is body. absolutely exhausting. Just keeping your ha firstly do that for three minutes. Just having your hands up. Just having your hands up. Doing that. So I do a minute, and we do in a minute. You do about a hundred punches. And I think, God, a round is three minutes and you've got someone who wants to and there's knock 12 your head off. Well, I think, I think for me, when they did, do you remember they did the celebrity boxing? And it's really funny. Ricky. Ricky did and a few other people. And they sort of go over each other for about 20 seconds and then neither of them have got any energy. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest is them just leaning against each other, getting their breath back. <laughs> There's nothing more to it than there's just two blokes going, trying to get air in their lungs, and they've got nothing. Like I told you I went to see. Uh, uh, I went to a box. Have you ever been to a boxing match? No, I oh, think I'm great. wary of it for some reason. It's really good, but one of the the main fights. I don't know if it's cruiser or heavyweight. So it's a big build up. So there's loads of fights throughout the night, and then the main. I don't know if I, have I told you this. I probably told you it. I can't remember. I. Basically, it was like half ten at night. It's like now the big one, and all the everyone there was going nuts, and both big boxers got to the ring, and 
big build up and the bell rang and the guy just walked up to the other one just went bang and he just <laughs> knocked him out knocked him out with one punch Amazing. half ten at night <laughs> hello Chris hello Chris I'm hearing oh we can hear you we can hear you I'm in hey. hi, hi. Um, how are you Chris yeah very well thank you gents how are you Thank you Good. for doing this. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks for having Being me on. Being a world sir. champion. How yes. does that feel? Is that bananas? Yeah, uh, yeah it sounds, I'm still getting used to people saying that. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, very you strange. You must feel a million dollars. Are you walking, di- <laughs> are you walking different? <laughs> yeah. I just, just like, I expect so much more of my wife now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Make you her take, do everything. <laughs> you walk around with a belt on going, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do the walking. <laughs> yeah, I actually... Uh, the belt hasn't arrived because they send you a new one. So you get like each champion keeps their belt. But uh, no, where are you going to yeah. keep it? So I oh, just around my waist, um, <laughs> or around my yeah. around my shoulder. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, that's what's that like having it on the shirt? Because that looks yeah. pretty cool, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's actually got... it's a bit aggro though sometimes. Well, it slips like, off. Yeah, it slips off. So annoying. That's our problem, say. Yeah, but I what, know, generally, what does it feel like being world champion? No one's better than you. <laughs> You're the very best. Uh, yeah. Uh, Go on, be cocky. Hasn't quite sunk in. No, honestly, <laughs> no. hasn't quite sunk in. Uh, it's a strange feeling. Because I'm a million miles away from being world champion. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about David's boxing and I couldn't I, stop I do blushing. boxing, Chris. No, oh, amazing. Don't. No, you don't. Can I get my gloves? <laughs> oh, you're going to laugh at them. We should have done this in, per- in person. We could have done a pad session. Oh, flipping out. I'll, oh, my I'll pay, God. I'll pay for you both to travel. And I'll pay for accommodation if you spar with David. Please. I'll cover all costs if, if David can spar oh, with I've got to get my gloves. They're not very good gloves. In fact, my wife sort of moans about them. Don't, she don't just show the gloves. All right, get my gloves. <laughs> please make fun of his gloves, even if they're half decent. Please, please make fun of him. He was t- he was talking about his boxing. I really didn't want him to bring it up because it's such a different world. I've just been watching your morning going, please. I'm watching your clips and stuff. So, oh god. Oh no, let's see the let's see the clips. So I hate I hate training, Chris. Yeah, I hate it. I came down like yesterday morning. I was, after ten minutes, oh, I'm done. Do you ever get that? But Chris? I like boxing. <laughs> That's ten minutes more than I did yesterday. I'll tell you that. Was it uh, ten yeah. minutes more than a world champion, David? Do you? Yeah. So you're on your way. Yeah, yeah, but what are you doing today? I bet you've got a. No, I've got, funny enough, I've actually got a day of eating. So we're doing what? like some we're doing some filming for uh, for some friends of mine. Uh, do they own boxing news? They do lots of content and stuff. So uh, I've actually just been for a breakfast, which was like pancakes with bacon, egg, sausage, hash cool. brown, and then I had an omelette and chips on the side with a juice. And that was breakfast, and we we're actually filming lunch and then dinner oh, as well. So, why? Yeah. Why? I don't cheat, understand. We're basically doing a cheat meals day for some content. So, uh, oh, what yeah, a day. A cheat day for a, for a world champ. So that's, uh, that's how it starts. What uh, a lovely day. Can I, ask, what, can I go to one of my 12 questions because it's relevant? I'm Very obsessed good. with those boxers that um, get chubby in between fights. How bad is that? Because that's... What do you like mean you're Rick- obsessed? Well, like Ricky Hatton used to... <laughs> you're obsessed? <laughs> yeah, like I used, to, I used to sort of wonder whether that was bananas or really cool. Like, you know, like Ricky Hatton used to put weight on in between. And I know it can't be good for you. Yeah, do you... Like, that's really bad, right? It's, I mean, you, you naturally put on a bit of weight. But yeah, I mean, not 
I mean, I think Ricky used to put on three to four stone more yeah, than what he weighed in at. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, that, I, I, that's not. I'm quite the opposite. I like to sort of be running within a week or two and sort of back ticking over. Um, yeah, but Ricky was a lot better fighter than I was, so maybe he was able to do wow. it. Get well, away with was it. he? Was he? Yeah, well, he's a he was he's a legend, didn't he, Ricky? So yeah. he's uh yeah. Well, you're a legend now. That you're now <laughs> a legend. No, but you are though. <laughs> and you're on Chasabix. Your weeks are just getting better and better. What the hell are you going to do next week? World champion <laughs> Chasabix. Yeah, full day of eating. Yeah, day yeah. of eating. That's um, good. Well, is Ricky Ricky's never been on here, is he? No, no, he's oh, like crap. But... Yeah, I'm much better than him then. Um, is that crap. Yeah, are they oven gloves? <laughs> Fucking hell! Fucking hell! Ooh. Think you're off, mate. Uh, <laughs> he's got on that gloves. Oh, that's a left hand glove. That's a fucking right left hand. hand. <laughs> oh. You put it on the wrong hand. No wonder you had traded. Did you say you piece of shit? No, you penis. Oh, I, said. Oh, right. <laughs> I wish I'd said you piece of shit. There we go. There he is. There you go. He's got some. What's moves. happening with that little? We well, got finger. Chris over there. At home. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I reckon he could knock you out from there. <laughs> just, like, zoom. just swinging. <laughs> just the movement of his hand. <laughs> Oh, they don't. They don't feel very comfortable. <laughs> they, look, they look um look solid though. You want you want a good protective glove for training, like when you're doing it for like fitness and stuff. Oh well, yeah. And training, you want a big protective glove. So yeah, they look fine, mate. If you, you're obviously a massive puncher, do you know what I mean? So you have to. Do you know you, what? I do give it some. Do you train I yourself? Do give it some. <laughs> yeah. No, I see. My trainer says, Nick, you can give it some, mate. <laughs> wink, wink. I like I it. I reckon you got a bit about you, David. I think you got a bit about you. I could tell just yeah. from the, the little bit of shadow boxing. I, think I love it. If you were David for a year, what? how much could you improve him? Like, if say you got you got him in the ring first time and he was obviously. You know, My mum would be very much like, just be. She'd be, be in touch with you, Chris, to say, <laughs> just be careful with him and his heart. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. Could you improve David to a degree where you think, like, not, you know. Get, uh, get him against a YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Devon over 50s. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. What is it? Everything you do makes me squirm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if Chris did it, you wouldn't squirm with Chris. No, because there'd be some relevance. <laughs> the fact that Chris doesn't need to feels... Oh, God, I'm just doing that shoulder thing. <laughs> oh, Chris, the thing that... So I, I really enjoy doing it. It's just lovely hitting the, the pads. But the thing that... I can't believe how knackered I get after one minute of hitting, like 100 punches... And I must bore the guy I do it with because I always go, God, just think, boxers do it for three minutes and then you have to... Like, how fit are you? It just well, must be... Not, not not as fit as I was before breakfast because that was a big breakfast. But uh, yeah. no, it's... Uh, yeah, you have to... It's been a long a long process and a continual process of uh, of training and stuff. So, uh, And you do obviously all sorts of training. You're doing your punching, you're doing your runs, doing your strength training circuit training um so yeah there's a lot that goes into it and 12 three minute rounds when you when you do that for the first time is uh takes its oh. toll but uh how, how do you feel in the 12th round like because uh, you 
I'm not not that you don't want to get there, but like you must be going, fucking hell, this is going all the way. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, this is going on a bit. Um no, yeah, it's uh I had a fight last summer against Isaac Chamberlain. Um and that was I had a quite a short camp, it got quite late notice for the fight, and then my son had just been born like ten weeks before the fight, so I wasn't getting much sleep um when I was at home at the weekends and stuff. So yeah, that was that twelfth round, you know. I was you have to sort of be mentally prepared more than uh, than physically sometimes because of the you see your brain will give up sort of before your body does. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you have to be pretty fit. But in that twelfth round, it was I was glad it was you sort of because you always touch gloves before the end of the last yeah. round. So like, like when when that happens before the end of the last round, it's like right, I've only got three minutes left, so let's just uh, let's put it all in. Uh, but, you yeah. know, if some boxers are particularly good at fit, you know, you, you know when you know who you obviously you know who you're boxing, but do you sort of go, oh Christ, he's actually got, he's he's well known for his fitness or whatever? Do you sort of know that sort of stuff? Yeah, you, yeah, you know people's best attributes and stuff. Mm. But I think the uh, the biggest thing is now, like the level I'm at now, is everyone's fit. Do you know what I mean? Everyone could keep punching That's annoying, for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that is annoying. Uh, but sort of earlier on in your career, you have people who sort of you know people in the sport called journeymen who. Yeah. Are there are there to sort of do their job, and they're not. They're, a lot of them work in the daytimes and stuff, but then they'll box in the evening for a little bit of fitness, and or some of them work on a Friday, and then they box on a Friday night and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, they're not usually as fit as the select people that um, are boxing now. So you can sort of get away with a few things, but yeah, it's just uh, nowadays it's everyone's fit in the sport. So wh- when did you start boxing? Started when I was sixteen. Uh, did you? To, yeah, I went to college and um, I met a mate who uh, who did boxing, and I uh, went and watched him. I started training with him a bit just to get fit for football, and then went and watched him, and everyone was chanting his name, and I was like, oh, "That's pretty cool." Like, I'm the youngest of three brothers, so I like being centre of attention. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, watching him. Everyone's chanting his name. I was like, "Oh, I want to give that a go. It must be amazing having that atmosphere there for you." Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, See, I went to watch a boxing match, and uh, I think it was Epsom Racecourse. I was born in Epsom. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But I had the opposite feeling of <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't want to go anywhere near yeah. <laughs> that ring. I like to share that. So, I was really imagining getting up there, seeing this big guy come up. I just, what is that like? Like the first time you climb in the ring and do it. Yeah, I think, I think everyone's different right and everyone has things that make them tick differently i mean you guys do do stand up and stuff that must be that would be nerve-wracking for me yeah because... but we're not going to get our face filled in that's what <laughs> well i got slapped in streatham <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did that's uh, what he calls his ass <laughs> no now's a bad now's a bad time to say my parents are from streatham so uh, are they? <laughs> yeah yeah i got slapped i don't think that would have been slapped there. by this lady <laughs> On stage. Oh, it might have been. It might have been. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. <Yeah. laughs> do you want to hear about it? Yeah, I do. I want to, I want to know what caused it. I think, I think Chris has been through worse, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, he's faced the top boxers in the world, and you were slapped by a middle aged lady. <laughs> what caused her to slap you? I was trying to put a mask on her head, <laughs> and she just wasn't having it. She fucking slapped me, and I was like, get out. It was horrible. <laughs> I felt really lonely up there, Chris. Did, did your legs go? Did you No, your but legs? I was like that. And I didn't know how, because I was in character, I didn't know how to behave on stage. So I was 
in my head, I was like, you really should not be slapping me. <laughs> you two are like two peas in a pod. You? <laughs> <laughs> you really should not be punching me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but can you explain, try to explain that first time you're in yeah. the ring, someone is coming, you're about to fight someone and they want to hit you. Yeah, I think the first, because obviously you do sparring before you, you have a right. fight. So I think sparring is is most nerve-wracking thing, like when you first spar, because you just don't know what to expect. You know, someone's there and, you, yeah, it's slightly controlled, but still they're, they're punching the head. So it's a bit of a... Bit of a weird experience, I think. And I still get nervous about sparring now because the fight night is everything's done, the training's done. Oh but God. on sparring and during training, you you get more nervous because that's when you've got to try and implement game plans and work on things. And you're usually tired because you've done training sessions, like two training sessions a day before, and you've been training a week and stuff. So uh, I get more nervous for the uh yeah, for the sparring session, I do do the fight. So yeah, sparring I think is is one of the, the most nerve wracking things you could do for for the first time. And are sure. you ever ever nervous about actually hitting someone the first time you go in there? Is that what's that feel like knowing? Yeah, I mean, it's a long time ago now, but yeah, I think when you get a little bit better and you maybe spar someone who might be their first or early time sparring, then yeah. You have to take it easy and you, you don't want to take the mick and just start whacking oh, are, them. And are just... there rules to sparring? I feel like there must be, like, because obviously mm. you're you're building up to a fight and some, someone can't go bananas on you or whatever, or do they? I don't know. What are the rules? Well, yeah, in, in training camp, essentially, like, sparring is um, just a fight with bigger gloves and a head guard. Really. Oh, so they're all, like, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's trying to knock you out because at the end of the day, you don't want to go into the ring underprepared and that's what, your opponent's going to be doing. They're going to be going in there trying to. Oh right! I thought I thought it was. I don't know what I thought it was. I thought they so just sort of just mucking everybody. around. I yeah. thought I just mucked around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I just choreographed. Well, I don't know what I thought, but I thought. No, you know, I agree. Yeah. I was, and then I just, I was like the bit where after you know you've just been spying, then you sort of knock gloves and go, yeah. Cause I thought it was just I don't know, not pretend, but not. But yeah, no. I mean, there's sort of like you don't if you hurt someone with a shot, you. You don't really go after them, do you know what I mean? Right, and, right. and finish them like you would in a fight. Like, if how do you know if you've hurt them? What are they doing? If you, what are they? Uh, how do they react? They just a bit away with the. Yeah, I mean, sometimes arms drop or their legs oh like God. do a little dance and stuff like that. Um, sometimes you can just through the experience, you can just know when you hit someone, they might just tuck up a little bit more or start moving like away from you because they don't want to throw any punches or trying to get their uh, sort of sort of senses back and stuff. Genuinely, could you kill me? <laughs> yeah. Not honestly. With a knife, yeah. <laughs> but could you absolutely... Like, what could you do to me? Well, we'll find out with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's taxis coming to both know. your houses. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> oh, this but what magic. could you do? Um, you could put me out, can you, and, and make it embarrassing? Uh, I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> I love it if you went, oh, this guy's imagine, got something. Imagine the, quite sure the one it. person you couldn't defeat was David L, age 49. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you, you hear about, you know, like my mate used to play yeah. a lot of poker, like professional poker, and he says the only people you, he can't beat the new, are, complete, the new are complete novices because you can't read their 
I reckon he'd read They're me. poker. <laughs> you might better read. I'm just yeah. saying, David, you might be Thanks, this complete wild card. There you go. That's the, that's the podcast sort of uh, episode title, David. Yeah. Uh, the one man. But what would you? Do? What would happen to me <laughs> if you right. went bang just there? What would happen? I think. Uh, I, I think know exactly uh, what would happen. To just, the other <laughs> that, was, that was the same shot I threw last December against a guy called Armand Shojai. Um, and let's just say it, it didn't end, end well to, uh, well for him. But would I would I'd be knocked out? Everyone, yes. yeah, for how long? <laughs> Everyone be cheering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'd, be over the moon. I'd, I'd have you on my shoulders, Chris. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this I've sort of gone down or, a horrible route. This, but anyway, you might, you might be, uh, you might have an unbelievable chin. Something. No, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, it's that's no. tested. God, oh, yeah, you'd break lady. my jaw, wouldn't you? You do all sorts. <laughs> I can't believe you're agreeing to this fight. That's <laughs> 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 to be fair, this is like a press conference. They're a very big, <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to get under your skin, boy. <laughs> I've got a question about that. You know, pre-fight, all the build-up and stuff, and everyone's all, boxers tend to go, "I'm going to knock you out" and whatever. Do you ever think if I sort of go, "I'm going to f you up" or whatever, and then it doesn't go your way, do you worry about looking like a wally? You know, yeah, like having mean, I, said, "I'm going to beat you up." And yeah, I mean, obviously, you say like what what I believe is going to happen is you know I'm going to I believe I'm going to knock, but I mean, I said I was going to lock knock Lawrence out but I didn't you know we went to points and um but it all gets forgotten about after anyway right as, as long as you win but obviously there is the the case of saying something like I'm gonna knock you out in a round and then you go out there and I don't know if someone gets knocked out in a round uh after saying something like that then yeah I imagine they look quite stupid but I think people know it's it, you, it's for the you, you say yeah you say you say stuff I try not to talk too much trash, like throw time right. off ta table thrower or like start getting personal about people and stuff like that. Um, mm. I just say what I believe I can do and stuff like that. So, but you obviously get a lot of people who just talk, talk and yeah, talk. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do, I, I kept having met, you know, I can't imagine you do a lot of. No, I'm not not really a, a trash talker. Uh, no, I mean, the ring monarch is the, uh, the gentleman, isn't it? So it doesn't really yeah. fit well with that. Who? All right, I've got. Who give? Do you give yourself them? Do boxers <laughs> give themselves the nicknames, or they get given them? Yeah, so boxers do give themselves some boxers. Right. Do that. I didn't give right. myself that because I mean, imagine that that doesn't really bode well, does it? Giving yourself a gentleman <laughs> nickname. Uh, so my co my coach Shane came up with that, and uh, I think it's just because I said please and thank you more than the other boxers did in the gym at the time. Um, so he thought I was super polite. Lovely. But I, I, I like the nickname. gentleman. Yeah, I do. Because I, I don't quite trust him when he gets in the ring. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I like it because it's ironic. And it's, yeah. uh, it's something you can't be inside the boxing ring. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a nice ironic name. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's, I'm definitely not when I step inside the ropes. Have you ever boxed someone who's had a 
uh, nickname we've gone, shit in hell, that sounds good. <laughs> Gutted, I didn't think of that. Or, no. or you're scared, because I don't know what it is, the, the pile driver the or the thunder files. Or... <laughs> no, no, I think I don't think I'd be intimidated by a nickname. Um, uh, I would. Different. I yeah, would. I, yeah. <laughs> I always think, uh, when I see... That's why you're making a fight with me, because yeah. I'm a, a soft one. Yeah, I would have yeah. a pop at the gentleman. <laughs> I'm going to leave the dragon well alone, and I'm going to find the gentleman. Oh God! I always get more like when I see two. <laughs> this is just me as well. You know, when you see two boxers stand up, I'm always more scared of the one with the most tattoos. <laughs> I always think he's going to be I mean, harder. you two really, I don't know what really I mean. picking a fight with me because I've got no tattoos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My nickname's nice and soft. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, you're a. Uh, yeah. You're in trouble, basically. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. saw um I saw a documentary. Um Shane um uh, your um coach or trainer, is it coach or trainer? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I saw a documentary That's about Barry's him. son. Yeah. 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 He he did a documentary. He really stuck in my mind. I saw a documentary about him a few years ago. He's so knowledgeable, isn't he? Yeah, like he's, he's he for his like, age as well. He's you Yeah, know. he was like really young in this documentary and it was amazing and he's got he had a really funny relationship with his dad yeah they have, they have got, well really, we've got we've really actually got another fun. documentary coming out in the autumn um so that'll be out called stable so oh, that's nice. another documentary where uh it's followed our gym and it's followed my whole journey for the last four fights i think oh wow. so um so that'd be cool Where, to, where's that coming out what channel or whatever i'm not sure they haven't got um they haven't got a place for it yet, but um, right. yeah, it's going to be called Stable. Um, so yeah, I'll be hopping it across to you when when it's out. Oh and, yeah. Uh, well, where is the gym? Where is your gym? We're over in Leighton in East London. Um, so yeah, we train over there. So uh, you, so you walk in now, a bit like when Rocky walks in. Everyone's. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they have a little look at you? Easy. Well, I haven't. I haven't been back in the gym yet because uh, oh, that must be a lovely feeling. Oh, you can, I bet you. Ooh. Oh, Daddy's home. a girl from my gym she uh won a world title two weeks after i did so we're gonna walk in when we're back in camp she sort of ruined ruined it though isn't she because you got to share it that's amazing yeah Yeah. got a good point there i thought about that that's uh, that's so inspiring though for younger boxers at the gym yeah i mean incredible there's five of us in our professional stable and Ellie's had that was her seventh fight. She won a world title, seven, and we got after. Seven. Yeah, yeah, she's she's super talented. Um, I mean, the, the the depth in her division isn't huge, but still an impressive number. I think Katie Taylor won her world title in her seventh fight as well. So obviously, she's like the biggest name in female boxing and uh, has done incredible things for the sport. But um, yeah, then we have got uh, Adam Azim, Hassan Azim, and Caroline Dubois in the gym as well, who are all super talented people who are coming up so yeah hopefully at one did they stage start in the gym or do they were they attracted to the gym once they got good or yeah so you get like you have like an amateur career obviously you have like an amateur and they're all like international amateurs um and then when they turn pro you get like a professional coach uh, like because they're almost like two different sports amateur and pro boxing so you usually leave your amateur coach or amateur gym and, and turn professional a lot of some people stay with their amateur gym but um yeah, and then Shane, obviously, being who he is and his name and, and, and everything that comes with it and all his accolades over the years, um, you know, attracts a lot of phenomenal talent and he's, he's got those in the gym. And, do you uh, get asked or do you ask to go to hip? Like, how's it work? Do you sort of go, can I come yeah. and box at your gym? Or <clears throat> I asked Shane, yeah, and I was like, I wasn't an international amateur or anything. I was I was just some kid from Bournemouth who 
from a seaside town who used to go up there sparring, but I had Shane's number because I used to sort of spar his other fighters, like come up and spar and stuff like that. And uh, I thought I'll ask, you know, sort of start at the top, work my way down. Uh, so I thought I'll ask Shane first and then he can give me some advice on if he says no, which I expected him to. Um, he can be advice on who to who to go to. So um, yeah, then we um, he thankfully said yeah, and then here we are six years later as a. What did he see? What did he see in you then? What did is, now you know him? What what was? I it? think I think it was just enthusiasm, and he wanted like good energy in the gym, and we we got on really well. Um, but yeah, just the enthusiasm because like every time they'd ask me to spar, most of the time they asked me like the day before they want me up in London, and I, I never said no. I just sort of. Basically, if I had work, I'd just get it covered and, and drive up to London. Um, once they did it on New Year's Eve, I got a text at half six on New Year's Eve, and uh, I was around my. I don't drink, thankfully, uh, especially for that night. But um, I was around my my girlfriend, well, my wife's now, but it's my girlfriend at the time. She um, it was her friend's house, and we were all like there, yeah, like pre-drinking. I got this text, like I was like, right, I just showed showed her. I was like, right, we're going to London tomorrow. <laughs> got to be there at twelve, so we can't have too late at night. Uh, I think we saw like the New Year in, got home bed by one, uh, on the road like half nine in the morning, um, up to up to London for New Year's Day. So uh, to spa. So I think the enthusiasm was there, and that's probably something that Shane saw. But he must. I'd love to because he must like David to got enthusiasm. I, you know, I'd probably give it. But what he must. When did you why know? Did you, you keep keep me down <laughs> instead of why don't you? Um, I enjoy it. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just clear that up. Yeah. Okay, no, it's great. It's much. great fun. It's great fun. Um, <laughs> but now, when did you sort of think, oh, I might be, I might be able to make, you know, go well in this? That's yeah. I mean, I always wanted to get on the Great Britain squad. So in the amateurs, the Olympic team, basically. And uh, I got an assessment from them once, and I was like, okay, maybe I could get on the Olympic squad. So for like about five years after that, I just continually tried to get on there, and then. I got to the last assessment on my final year and I was 26 at the time. And uh, I was like, got to the final assessment. I was like, right, I think I've done enough. And then I didn't get on and I was like really down after that. It was like a week before Christmas as well. So Christmas was ruined. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, yeah, they said basically you're not on the squad. And I was like, okay, well, I'll do one more national championships, which is like four months later, and then I'll, I'll turn professional. And uh, yeah, and that I just... I always thought because on the Great Britain squad you get funded and stuff, so you're essentially professional amateur because right. um, you're just training three times a day, etc. But um, yeah, then obviously I asked Shane, and yeah, and it's just thankfully the the McGregans took me on and sort of they paid me a retainer at first and put me up in London. So I was a, a professional from sort of that was June 2017, and then uh, yeah, it's just gone on from there. What does your what's your wife think about you getting in the ring? Yeah, it's changed over the years because when I met her, I had a shoulder surgery plan. So I didn't box for a year and she didn't really know how serious it, I took it. Um, but she knew I boxed. So she came and watched my first amateur fight back after my shoulder operation, which was a year after we'd met. And uh, then she, I literally got out of the ring. I lost the fight on a close decision. I got down the steps. She was at the bottom of the steps of the ring and she's like buzzing. and goes, that's amazing. And um, I'm like, and I was like, what are you on about? I was like, I lost. Like, I'm super competitive. I was like, how was it amazing I lost? She's like, no, but like, the atmosphere and just uh, everything in there about it, just she's like proper excited. Because oh, she, liked, she liked boxing before I met her. 
Um, so she was super excited. Then, like, I think as time's gone on, it's just like the nerves go through the roof now. Oh, and, like, she she didn't even watch. She was sat ringside for my fight, for the world title fight. She watched two rounds of it. She just oh, head in, head in her hands. So yeah, um, she she she's looking forward to my retirement. I think. And then we've got a one year old son as well. So uh, there's no way he's he's boxing. Um, oh, really? Do you think? Do you feel like that? Like- I don't. I don't really want him to box. I think. Yeah, it's weird because obviously the sport's given me so much and given me an unbelievable life. And uh, but then I feel like he doesn't he doesn't need to box. Uh, he can just go and do something else. And I struggle to watch him box and go through. You have to go through a lot as an amateur, as a professional. Um, a lot of heartbreak, and it's, it'd be hard to uh, to watch him go go through that. And and also, mm. I think the same with Shane and his dad, Shane sort of had this theory like, oh, I'm never going to be as big or as good as my dad. I'm always going to be compared to him. And that, you know, now I've won a world title. My son will probably be similar to, to that in, mm. in, in, in a sense of, you know, you've got to, you're, you're always going to get compared to your dad. I always feel like with like footballers and stuff, it's like, like people like Schmeichel, that like Casper Schmeichel has done enough. You know what I mean? That, but it took a hell of a lot. You know, when, when he won the league, oh, he stands on his own. But for that, you can't help it, can you? It must be so tough as a kid. Do you go, oh, bollocks. It's just, you haven't got the, like, you've just got a clean slate, haven't you? You're, yeah, you're yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's definitely easier because you've got not, you're not going to compare to anyone apart from yourself and, yeah. and your sort of, your, your peers around you. And that's just, that's just nature of sport. But I think when you're getting prepared to all those, and then your dad and, and your family, it's, it's definitely difficult. Yeah. Chris, when you're, can you take us through what it's, because it's never going to happen for me. Can you take us through what it's like to have a world title fight and you're, you're in the dressing room oh my like God. an hour before? What are you, what are you oh. doing? Yeah, so like before, like you get to the venue a little bit before. Um, before have you, you slept the night before? Can you sleep? Yeah, I had an hour's nap at about two o'clock on the day of the fight. Um, Jesus yeah, set for about two. A little snoozy. Yeah, I had, had some lunch. Yeah, got a little food coma. Took myself up to my hotel room. What? Um, Although you joke about it, how much are you thinking about the fight leading up to it on that day? Was it in Bournemouth? Yeah, it's in Bournemouth at the football stadium, which is yeah. like I support Bournemouth. You used to have a season ticket. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, it's Does crazy. That make like, it harder though. Like shit. <laughs> so we did a ring walk rehearsal on the Friday. So, because oh, it was like a, what do you mean? a, a ring walk rehearsal. So, because it was an outdoor stadium fight, they do like they play your ring walk and you put you up onto a stage and they have the fireworks. And oh, fuck all that pyrotechnics hell. and stuff. So they had all that, um, and we did did like that. But before we we got to the stadium, and I went and sat in my old season ticket seat from when no. from twenty years oh, ago. Amazing! And, and I just looked at the pitch and I just looked out and I thought that's phenomenal. Someone like, sitting in your season ticket seat. Yeah, from, from 20 years ah. ago, yeah. And that was a bit oh, like, cool. as a 12-year-old kid, I was sat there chanting players' names, thinking, wow, that must be amazing having fans chanting your name. Nice. And then I'm sat in this seat thinking, tomorrow night there's going to be 15,000 people in here and majority of them are going to be here for, yeah. for you. And I was like, this yeah. is phenomenal. But like I said, I, I always wanted to be, be centre of attention. So uh, people are wild. to do it. People are wired differently. So for me, that was like the dream of, uh, you know, having that that moment and the atmosphere. And like I said, I got into the sport because I went and watched my mate and everyone was chanting 
for his name. And then that was 20 of us. And then I've got thousands of people there chatting my name. It's just mind blowing stuff, really. But yeah, back to the change room. Like yeah, I, yeah. I was chilled, chilled out before, you know, like a little uh, massage. Are bit you thing chilled? In there. Yeah, are you chilled out? Are you actually chilled? Are you? Yeah, no, really chilled. Like, because I, I read a quote once of um, Triple H was in May, Floyd Mayweather's change room for a fight. So the, the wrestler Triple H, he was in Floyd Mayweather's change room for one of his fights and he was like, really nervous about being in there because it's like probably how you guys are thinking a change room would be like oh you don't want to bother anyone and uh so like he said to him oh floyd i'm gonna shoot off i said no no stay stay have a have a get grab a water out the fridge or whatever or coke or whatever and he's like oh okay you know stay there and then that's 20 minutes later like the watch and like we're gonna make a move now floyd and he's like no 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 stay like insistent and he's just sat there on the sofa chilled out and uh He's like, and then it's done it again, like another 20 minutes later. Like, it's like no, honestly, stay that. Like, look, what's done is done. Like, whatever's going to happen tonight is going to happen. Like, this isn't going to affect my preparation. Like, wow. when it's time for you to leave, I'll tell you it's time for you to leave. And it's just, and I think that's sort of the mantra I've taken. Like, because once you're at fight night, you can't go back and yeah. do, do another run or do another sprint or do another round or do another spar or anything like that. You've got to put that work in when you're in training. And that's why I think I get nervous for sparring, like I was talking about, because that's when the work's got to be done. Mm. On fight night, you can't change anything. You've just got to go out there and, and give it everything and uh, and just stay focused. So, um, yeah, it's really weird. Like I was I was really calm for this fight. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'd sparred Lawrence who I boxed before a lot because he was in our gym um, just over a year ago. He used to train that's in our weird. gym. And he won his world title in our gym. But, so I think maybe that helped um, yeah. knowing your opponent in, inside and out and, and also my coach knowing him as well. Um, so When did you put your little shorties on? <laughs> quite big what, shorties, aren't they? Uh, I, I go for the... the <laughs> no, I mean, they are big because they, they come up really high. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, yeah and so did you, you get them designed? Did you say, oh, I want that? I want... Yeah, that must yeah. be a lovely feeling. Yeah, so, the shorts. so we, uh, my sponsor, a couple people through Dark, um, they... There's a, a company called Fight Label who make the kits and they sort of, the through dark will design them. I'll sit down with through dark and design oh. them. So for this fight, we went with like similar colors to the Bournemouth kit, similar patterns to the Bournemouth, oh, AFC Bournemouth kit because it's at the stadium. And we had the gown and everything. And because it was oh, the gown. Yeah, the gown's the one. I, I think I just, I, I need to get home. Just when I, my belt arrives, I'm just going to just walk around the whole of Bournemouth just in my gown. And my belt, <laughs> I think. Um, I'll probably put, uh, maybe I'll I love ask if under, it's 15 underwear. years later and you should <laughs> yeah. insane. I like the shorts you went for. I like them. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're, uh, they're have you nice. Ever gone, nice. Have you ever gone tassels? No, I'm not a tasseler. Yeah, I, I'm not. I was worried about the saying gentleman it. with tassels. I'm not really a tassel. I remember um, Nassim used to have tassels all the time and I was like, they look bizarre. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I just... Oh, thank you. Well, look, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I thought I'm I'm could be burying myself here. No, I go very plain and, and basic. I mean, this is one of the more more wild kits, but even then, it's just a couple of colours, gold that pops out and stuff. But uh, but then with the gown, what we did is because it was an outdoor event, and obviously it's like half ten at night, ring walking inside the gown. Through dark, do outdoor clothing, and they had this fleece, and they had the fleece material they Ooh. sent up. And they got that made in the inside of the, of the keep gowns. You warm. Keep, you keep you warm before keep you nice fight. and toasty, yeah. <laughs> nice and cosy. you having a nap, you're napping <laughs> in your, your gown, aren't you? Yeah, so, um, and I thought Lawrence would keep me waiting. And he did keep me waiting a little bit because he was a champion. He walked ring walk second. So oh, I was in the ring for quite right. a long time. So I was like, oh. I'm going to need some fleece inside that, inside the gown. So, yeah, that kept me nice and warm as well. We uh, 
we ticked every box and thought of everything and uh yeah thankfully when, when do you have your last wee because well, i always think i always think about that where you go God, yeah. imagine you're halfway through and you need a piddle well especially if you're ring walking first at stadium yeah. fight before first bell it's probably half an hour between when you ring walk oh. and the first bell um so yeah it could be quite a long time from the start of your ring walk you know if your last opportunity to have a wee and, you can't and the run first back bell. down the <laughs> no, thing can you no um just a, a pool of Radcliffe's and just <laughs> mid mid ring walk. Yeah. Be quite intimidated to watch the other fella watching you do <laughs> that. Pissing in front of you. Yeah, just like that. Come on, then. Yeah. Bring your arm. Watch this. Oh, what are those boots like to wear? Yeah, I mean, I've, I like the ones I've got are comfy. Um, yeah. Uh, They're right up to you. Are they up to your knees? Halfway up your. No, they go just above the thigh. ankle. Oh, go right up your thigh. I'll go the other way a little pair of kitten heels <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no I think uh, you can get obviously all different sizes some are more like trainers and they just go below the ankle or just near the ankle but I like right. mine to go above the ankle uh, yeah. a bit more support and stuff but um, yeah I've, I've thought about this with I, I've <laughs> Because I've imagined being a boxer quite a few times. I like the idea of it. I don't want to, you know, in the, but I was like, God, I'd have to, I'd have to really work on my body because my upper body would look fucking ridiculous in those big, in big shorts. And I was <laughs> like, you, because you, you know, also yourself in, do you sort of, because, you know, I'm just saying, you've got to have a decent body to c- carry it off, haven't you? Let's be honest. Well, you I must mean... walk out going, I look the bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I felt, I felt good on the, on that night. That's for sure. Um, I felt like training had gone really well. But you do get some heavyweights, which obviously they don't have a weight division. They don't have to make a weight, no. and uh, ro- they look a bit uh, rotund as such. So uh, yeah, on the other way, skinny. It's funny, even with a little bit of weight on, a little bit of fat, you go. Yeah, because everyone looks terrific. So someone, yeah. someone comparative yeah, to us little would belly, be like yeah. super hot. Compared to you lot, go, go that chubby bugger. Not chubby. It's got like 7% fat. But you lot are so ripped. Yeah, yeah. It's worth being a boxer just to end up with that physique as well. Because I always think they're like footballers. I saw Jack Grealish on the, you know, where he went boozing for three days. He's got a little wasp waist. He's got like nothing on him. I was like, what fantastic side effect to having your job. Yeah, I know. Like, you look terrific. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I guess that's. Uh, but then at the same time, you get scars like this. Right. Oh. So there's the three scars from the. Side. I've got to ask. I wanted to. What? Right. When you just get, you know, when you just get that like, boxer just gets a jab. Does that hurt? <laughs> it's just a classic jab. I've had this conversation so much recently. Oh, and no, really. I, I I feel like the answer's no. It's not as interesting as you. I, it don't, and it makes you sound like you're trying to be double hard, but um, it doesn't hurt because I think where it's like a glove, yeah, it's not like a bone on bone. So, mm. like if you were to whack your shin on, like, mm. I don't know, like a radiator or something, then there's like that physical pain yeah. just ouch. But with a glove, one and the adrenaline's going, and you yeah. expect you're expecting it as well. Um, so I think the glove sort of cushions it enough obviously if you, you get a big shot your uh your head gets rattled a bit but that's not like a pain that's just like a, a dizziness of like but just a wearable. typical jab for me and joe would absolutely wouldn't it, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. 
it would knock us over just a just a little jab. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got a very strong neck as well. My head would fly. God back. Almighty! <laughs> yeah. Shit, I, it would like. What's it right? Sorry, quick. If if this is reach you, but is the point of the jab just to sort of like control the other person then, or try and control them? Um, yeah, it's just, and it's the easiest, quickest shot to land because it's the lead, the lead hand. So, and it, it comes out smoothly. You're not. You don't have to get your feet into a position because they're already in a position to throw it. So, and it's just naturally your weaker hand, right, or whatever. Most of the time, but you do get some people who are left-handed orthodox fighters, so they're left-handed before, or right-handed southpaws, which are obviously the, their lead hand is their their strong hand. And, um, yeah, sometimes they're effective. Like I'm, I'm right-handed, and I genuinely feel my left hand is so weak, it's pointless me having a jab. Like, I just have to... I can't... But I've you got, can't land... You've got to set it up, jab. So you've got to, yeah, not you've got with to, my speed. It's not an issue. Oh, okay. It's just... Just, I haven't seen you in the gym, Jones. No, no, it's, oh God, it'd be so, so embarrassing. I can't imagine <laughs> boxing in front of you. It'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> when you when you cut your eye, is that does that hurt? Is it stinging? I didn't even know I was cut. Um, you only I only knew I was cut at the end of the round because my cuts when jumps in and sticks us adrenaline swab. So you it, don't know what punch caused that, or do you? Do you think you? No, I didn't even look, know. Yeah, I didn't even know I was cut, so I couldn't have known. Does a cut come up because of swelling or literally? Because, like you say, like if you've got a big glove, yeah. how does it cut you? I'm so, like, sometimes, like... sometimes it can. I mean, so a, lot of t- a lot of cuts come from head clashes. So, like when you both punch oh. at the same time. But I think mine was a, one of them was a small cut from a head clash. So then the punch lands on it and it opens it up. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. You really don't feel it. Like, I had no, no idea I was cut. And I had three, I had one here. One there and then one on my eyebrow. It's a lovely little look, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I'm it's not, not bad. I'm not sure what this agrees. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she'd rather just, yeah, not see me oh, get hit, especially after the fight. Between, because you literally go backstage and then they stitch you up after you've gone back to your change room. And I've got like, this one was huge. It was like a centimeter thick at the thickest point, and like it was pretty long as well. As so. in, it's opened up a centimeter. Yeah, yeah. Oh so my then they have to, so they had to do six internal stitches, and then I had thirteen oh. external stitches. I'm out. I'm not boxing. I'm not having that. Have you had the moment where you've just been hit by a big punch and you're just gone? But you kind of you, you you manage to get up again, just only to be you know. When yeah. I watch those boxers, I'm like, what is going on then? Are you just not seeing anything? Yeah, you just sort of like, like get like uh, like. Do you remember the? Uh, do you ever play the game Fight Night? On oh yeah, and like you know mm. when you hit and uh, like your character goes, it is kind of like that, like that. Yeah, everything seems a bit slow and everything like, oh. you know, yeah, sort of just. Get hit with a big shot on the, the brains of it, and you're a bit like, okay, well, I can't. I know I've got to stay safe here, so you try and put your hands up, or you try and grab hold, and just this. trying to kind of get your senses back. Yeah, yeah, now, and not get hit by another shot at the same time. Exactly. So. Oh. But you're disorientated, so you. Just... Oh, the the thing I'm always impressed with with boxing, like you know, when you watch non-boxers box, they all, and this would include me, definitely include me. When you're getting hit, your instinct is to turn your back, like before you've been trained to boxing. How the hell in all of that 
do you have your instinct to keep facing forward? Doesn't make any logic sense to me. Obviously, you're trained to go. But what do you know what I mean? It's like when when yeah. if if someone's it, you know, you don't fight. You sort of give them your back because that feels like. But you're just even when you're completely disorientated, like boxers stay looking at each other. Yeah. What, what's what's that? Is it the training just says? Because then you're you're obviously when you've got your back to them, they can just do whatever they want. But how do you sort of go? I'm going to stay looking at this bloke even when he's. Yeah, I think it's important too because you need to see what's coming next. Mm. And if you turn your back, they can just you don't know where a shot's coming from. So it's important to you're not allowed to turn your back either. Like in it. Oh, yeah, I don't, don't think I've ever seen it. Thinking about it, not in a so maybe. Well, you, when you watch like you know they have you know like we were talking about the celeb boxing or whatever they're turning yeah. their back every 30 seconds <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. and but like i was like i don't know if you, you know when you're fighting with your brother or whatever as a kid it's all you do because you're just getting punched on the center of the back or whatever and it's like it, it just don't make any sense to me you're you're going against all your instincts as a human yeah. being to keep yeah. facing the person who's who's thumping you. you yeah but i guess it's it's you're not in because you're not just in defence mode of just don't hit me anymore. It's like you've oh, hit yeah, me, so I've I've got to hit you because it's. I've never like thought of a fight like that. I've always thought of <laughs> attack is the best form of defence, Joe. Uh, yeah, tip. not I've never I, I've never thought of a fight like that. I've thought of it as in you know when you're a kid or whatever. How do I sustain the least damage? That's yeah. I guess I'm not natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think i think that's probably why the instincts is different because mm. you're obviously you're trying to win the fight and by would you have to land a punch to win um so yeah and uh it'd be if you were to relate it to football i'd be like only defending in football right I mean? yeah yeah and then yeah. just hoofing the ball back to them and just mm. just do that that in a sense turning your back but yeah when you say that's try utterly insane isn't it yeah yeah yeah, and when you've thrown that big punch that's won the match, how does that feel when you know he's gone? Yeah, I did that in December. Like, there's a there's a clip where I knock him out, and I'd never knocked someone out like that before. And I landed this shot, and I don't know, I wasn't thinking, and I just like looked at him like like this because it gave me a hard fight. So I was just like almost like look at him like everyone thinks I shout, but I don't. I just like. Open my mouth and like I don't know, stick my tongue out or something, just stare at him. And everyone's like, "What did you shout at him?" But I was like, "Don't think I shouted anything." But it's more like a half that because you've been giving me a hard night's work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, amazing. It was a weird feeling, and then I knew after that fight I'd have a world title fight at the stadium. So the refs then waved it off, and I've just ran to the corner to celebrate and then Shane's jumped in because he was still on the ground, the guy, and like was unconscious. So he'd come and calm me down and rightly so. But because I've never yeah. done that, I've never had to deal with that before right. of like sort of calming the celebrations down. And in that's a respect up. thing until the, the you know yeah. the other person's okay, right? Yeah, yeah of absolutely. Yeah. Because as much as it's a, a brutal sport, you don't want to do you know, yeah. long-term damage. You don't want them, you want them to go home to their families and, you know, get, get home safe. And that's the, the most important thing. What, what is your relationship with other boxers? I've always been intrigued, like, cause you know, you, you, you spoke about your opponent being in the same gym. How do you feel about other boxers? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, do you, is there a sort of camaraderie or is it completely like, you live separate and don't communicate or anything. What, what is your sort of 
what is it like with other boxers of your in your? I mean, yeah, when you're fighting someone and you haven't, you don't know them beforehand. It's usually like a, a bit of needle there, but it's not necessarily like you hate each other. Like I had to do something with Isaac Chamberlain, the guy I boxed last July, where you literally sat in a studio doing a podcast, and they'd left just me and him in there. So like, I'm fighting this guy in like five weeks' time. So weird. And they just left me yeah. and him in a room, and I, I I'm fine with that. Like. We're not fighting there and then. So, you know, let's just be human beings. I'm like, oh, so you've got a son, mate? Because I've just had my, my boy was about five weeks old. He's like, yeah, I was like, oh, how old he? He's like, oh, seven months old or whatever. Just started generally chatting. I was like, oh, it's amazing. And, and stuff like that. Like, But like, I could tell oh. he felt, I think he felt awkward about it because, yeah. uh, and I understand like to a certain degree, but I guess it's just being comfortable in those situations, knowing, being able to compartmentalize different situations and different sort of, when your fight week is different, you know, sort of that, that's when you're sort of really zoned in and obviously you want to beat them and in training, you want to beat them, but you're not, you're not training with them, but Mm. you're thinking about them when you're, when you're training and stuff like that. But I think in that situation where it's just a bit of press and a bit of media, then I just have a a chit chat until the cameras are on, then build the fight a bit and and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I have a good relationship with a lot of, and then like I, Isaac, who I boxed then, um, he had a good, have good relationship with him now. And we, we may box again in the future. You know, that might be a, a fight down the line. Um, Lawrence is the closest relationship I've had with anyone because he was in the gym for years, my last my last fight. Um, so that was weird in the build-up. We were respectful. Yeah, is that, is, is that, does that change it a lot? Like, I don't know, like having someone you don't have never met or versus someone as you say you sort of have a relationship mm. does that i don't know is it like is it weirder going right i you know yeah, I, do you I, box I like, the same way i like this do you hit or... as hard against someone quite <laughs> like yeah i think i think against lawrence it was um we were really both motivated because we're trying to prove who who was the best in the gym at the time yeah you know? and we'd sparred so many rounds like hundreds of rounds we'd sparred um That's so bad. Yeah, then it yeah. comes down and then for him it's like he's against not only his old gym mate who he was always a couple of stages above because he was further on in his career at the time but he's fighting his old coach and then right, yeah. right. And, then, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then for me and Shane it's like well we need to prove that we're we're number one do you know what I mean and we, and we he shouldn't have left the gym almost it's like Right, that sort of. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's trying to prove prove themselves in their in their own right. So, what's, uh, what's the relationship after a fight? Like, do you sort of text each other and see how they do it, or is it just I don't know? What's is there an etiquette yeah, to these? Yeah, things? I, I mean, me and Lawrence did because we had each other's number, you know, because we knew each other over the years. But he texted me on a Sunday, a really good message saying like he was really really graceful in defeat, um, nice. which is um, which was really nice. Um, and he's like. Um, yeah, so he texts me like congratulations. Obviously, uh, he's like, look, I'm obviously pissed off and I've got a cut eye, but other than that, I'm, I'm happy for you. Do you know what I mean? But uh, so that was that was nice, and um, I think uh, he he's probably uh, the best I've ever seen a, a champion sort of deal with defeat, and I think uh, he should be commended for that. So, um, but yeah, uh, after a fight, there's always a huge amount of respect. As soon as you share a ring with someone, there's a huge amount of respect, regardless of. The result, I think, even if uh, if someone was to knock you out, I think it's you, you respect them. It's hard to deal with it, but you, you've got to respect them. Um, and yeah, you uh, it's a, a weird sport because literally you're up, you're trying to knock someone out. The bell goes, and then you embrace in a hug and yeah. 
It's my favourite bit. Yeah, it's just it's such a insane concept. Um, oh, man. Uh, um, you, you literally can change your mindset like like that. Like you're literally yeah. try, you're literally trying to knock someone unconscious. <laughs> at two minutes fifty nine seconds of the round, and then three minutes the bell goes and you're hugging each other, and it's like being able to switch yeah. off, you know. And uh, I mean, some people in the past haven't switched off and they're still fighting after the bell goes and whatnot. But um, yeah, you know, majority of the time, that's how it is. The boxing um, night I went to, all the families were fighting one another. Oh, really? In the crowds, <laughs> yeah. I had to get my son out of the room. Yeah. That's horrendous. They, were, that, they hate, turned on one another. I hate that. Like, yeah. And, and the worst thing is when there's a fight in the crowd and the rest of the crowd watch that fight, Rather yeah. than the two professionals that have trained yeah. for fifteen years are fighting, <laughs> yeah. for the two the two best fighters in the world are fighting each other. Mm. But but that fight with the Jim the builder over there and yeah. and that, and that other fan who has had loads of beer, yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's a more interesting fight apparently. <laughs> uh, Who's your favourite boxer of all time? Um, it's uh, George Grove. So he's actually oh. a friend of mine. So. It's, I sparred George because he used to train with Shane, and he but he was always my favorite fighter before I sparred him. Um, so yeah, I was I was just a massive fan of George. Sort of loved his style, loved his like press conferences and the way he dealt with everything. Um, and then was a massive fan of his years. Then got the opportunity to spar him, and then became sort of a sparring partner for him when I was an amateur. Then he was training with Shane, and I asked Shane to train me, so become a gym mate. And now. Uh, yeah, now we're now we're good mates. I mean, tomorrow night I'm going to a gig with him, uh, which is just yeah, it's mad because mm. yeah, I used to speak to other mates that we used to go and watch George. Just me, like me and him, used to go and watch George's fights together. And now, like George is in my changing room with my world title fight, like after the fight and buzzing Amazing. for me. It's, it's just absolutely crazy. When you first spoke with him, did you feel how good he was straight away? Yeah, that's was incredible. It, was it like yeah, oh it, shit? Yeah. This is yeah, because I was just an amateur, so yeah. he was a lot more experienced than me. He was on the sort of just about to, not just about, he boxed for a world title, actually. He boxed Carl Frotch um, twice already and then boxed again. So he had three world title fights and it was his first spar under Shane, but it was part of his sort of trial with Shane to see if they worked well together. Um, and yeah, I just remember thinking, what, what an honour. I said to him in the ring, I said, thank you so much. Like, this is an honour for me. Like, I don't think he realised then. And then obviously when I joined the gym, he realised how much of a, a George Gross fan I was. And we used to joke about it at the gym. Like Shane was like, you know, always saying, oh, fanboy and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's pretty really so cool though, isn't it? That you, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, now we're, we're good friends and uh, we talk most weeks and stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good lad. But it's just, just mad to think if I go back 10 years ago when I was paying stupid money to go and watch him against Carl Frotch in, in Manchester and Wembley and stuff like that and sitting miles away and having to watch the screen for the fight and now uh, yeah now he's in, in like I said he's commentating on my fight and then obviously in the change room giving me advice through camp and stuff so uh, so yeah. lucky to be in that position Who's your favourite boxer Joe? <laughs> uh, well uh, well I've always I like Prince Nassim if I'm honest just, just not the tassels. Yeah, not the tassels. Yeah. I just it was that. good, wasn't it? It was amazing. It was very good. But he like is yeah. an entertainer. I saw I saw a documentary. Like he he didn't really have a proper style, did it? Like like he you wouldn't train someone to stick their neck out and try and get yeah. walloped. God, yeah, crazy. 
talent, super talent, um, just a, a generational talent and just a phenomenon. Have you met those guys? Have you met? I met, funny enough, I met Princess when I was at college. When I just started boxing, so I was with my mate and we we had a day off college. We went to Fort Park and Princess Seam was just sat behind us. <laughs> you, in the you met Princess Seam really? at Fort Park? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it at Fort or something. At no, Fort Park, at, just before we went on the On the bubble ride. You <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sat on the teacup ride. On the teacups, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, we were just having some food and I looked behind my mate and I was like, and he looked around and he was a much more like bigger boxing fan at the time because he'd been boxing a lot longer. And he turned around and he was, Oh fucking hell, like he got up and was like, <laughs> Prince, uh, I right like Mr. Kazan and stuff. And um, yeah, and he got a picture of him. And like I felt like I didn't get a picture then, but um I've always been one that like, I don't really like asking people for pictures too much. Like yeah. I do with some people, but um I don't I've never really liked doing it. Um but yeah, he got so he got a picture of him and stuff. Yeah, so it's uh that was great. That's the only time I've actually properly met him. I've seen him at a few boxing shows here and there, but not spoke to him. Um, but yeah, that's a a funny funny story. Mm. Just 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 that she sat up in some food at Fort Park and yeah, <laughs> it's the same as. Do there. you train to the Rocky music? <laughs> only when I went because I do. <laughs> only when I went to Philadelphia. Um, oh, have you been up the steps? Yeah, I did the steps. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Have you to been to that. the gym? No, outside I the gym. Do. No, I just went to the. Uh, we did the steps, oh. and uh, we were out there with uh, Luke Campbell, who's an Olympic gold medalist, and he was fighting out there. And then we, me and well, George, was out there with us as well. And George is a massive Rocky fan, loves the Rocky films. And then so it's cool to do the steps with him. Mm. And uh, we went and did the steps Amazing. one day. So yeah, no, I think I'd be gutted if I had to stop halfway up or something. You know, like uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't quite make it. <laughs> look, look, look! I've got a little picky of him there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just inspiring me when I do my squats. <laughs> or that little picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to move a book out of the way because you can't see. <laughs> um, well, um, yeah. We should let you go in a minute. Can we ask what's next? What are you doing next? Obviously, after a big lunch. Yeah, dinner. Um, <laughs> no, we uh, got um, hopefully be boxing again towards the end of the year, like October, November time. How does um, it, how do they choose who is now gets to fight you? That's the that's oh that's lovely. Oh, who gets to fight Chris? How do they? Who gets the honor? Yeah, how do it's, they choose? Uh, you have like the rankings, and so you go through the rankings, and it's it's it can be very political because you have yeah. to get sort of the right fights, but also like you have to fight someone in the top fifteen of your organization. Like you can't defend against someone outside the for the belt. You can't defend against someone outside the top fifteen. So it'll be it'd be one of someone in the in the rankings. Um, you, do you have any call on it? Not at all. Or yeah, yeah. You know, you can. There's um, with a voluntary defence. I've got voluntary defence next, so I get to choose who, oh, who wow. I fight. Um, but then after that, or maybe later down the line, you get mandatory defences. So the governing body, who's the WBO, they'll they'll have the number one contender, and you have to fight them. How would you? Would you and Shane, talk about who who you want to box and why. Would why would you choose someone? Why wouldn't you choose someone? Just someone who's a test or someone who. Yeah, but also stylistically, like your boxing styles is a, a really old saying in the sport: is styles make fights. And um, you know, you want someone where you, I might struggle with a certain certain style, um, and then you have other styles which are you know easier to deal with for me and would suit me better. Right. Um, and sometimes. 
be easier fight could be bigger money because they're a bigger name and stuff like that so um obviously that's the, the managers and the team's job to get you the, the the biggest paydays and for the for the easiest fights really but there's no easy fights at world level but um yeah where do you few. think it will be where where do you think the fight will be uh, i'm not sure hopefully in bournemouth again but there's not yeah. there's not any bigger it's not big enough arena really because it for the winter you're talking about bigger than fifteen thousand. No, just because the indoor arena, because it'd be winter. Oh, sorry, yeah, so because the, in, the stadium, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the indoor arena would be, is like three and a half thousand, and it's about growing that now, which is mental, but, um, and obviously the stadium with the football season and the weather and stuff, mm, it's, yeah. it's not always doable. So, yeah, who knows? It might be might be in London. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, not, not entirely sure. I'd love to be in your corner that night. In your robe, just saying, come what on. What about boys. why don't you fight on the pre card? Yeah, you can be on the card then. No, it's <laughs> not that. I just want to advise you between rounds. Okay. So, okay, can up. we do a quick, uh, to end, a little scenario where you're, you're, you're th- three rounds in and the guy's really, Dave, he's really starting to get the better of Chris in the third round. What, what's what are you your... doing, Chris? <laughs> Chris, what are you that doing? Is, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm doing. What are you I'm, doing, Chris? Chris says I'm doing my bloody best. It's David here. from Chatterbit. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember Green? Remember to me? This? <laughs> my white gloves. <laughs> yeah, take them off. <laughs> I just pay you on the back and say, "Keep going, son." You're doing your absolute bloody best, dear son. You can do yeah. no more. Flipping hell. <laughs> it must be incredible being in that little space in between rounds. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. I mean, it's nice to sit down, uh, usually. <laughs> Put a lot of work in for three minutes. Yeah, what I, sorry, what are you doing? That How long have you got? Is it a minute or 45 yeah, seconds? A, a minute from bell to bell. So Shit. by the time you sat down, you really get 40 seconds. Do you take seconds. in anything that Shane's saying? Or is it like, wow, I'm blowing What's up my here, mate. But do, do you take in, do you... You know the advice. Do you, uh, yeah, is yeah, it really like tactical in that it minute? Is can it? be can be difficult, but you. Uh, but yeah, you have to try and listen to Shane as much as possible in the corner. Yeah. Has it? Has he ever said anything in a fight that has literally changed the outcome yeah, the course of, of the it, fight? Yeah. Where you've gone, fuck, that's mad. Um, well, in in the fight, I said uh, that I had last July at times at Chamberlain. He's end of the eighth round. We come back, and he goes. How are you feeling? And he knew I'd had a like short camp and I wasn't as fit as I could have been. Um, and he was like, I was like, how are you feeling? I was like, yeah, legs feeling a bit tired. He was like, you're not fucking tired. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> and, like, he was like, look, the only thing, the only thing that loses this fight is your mind. Like you thinking a certain way. Um, if you think you're tired, you'll be tired, sort of thing. And then I probably won, you know, the, every round on from then the last four rounds. So um yeah, it, it just uh, it just knew. It's no, that's why it's so important to have a coach who who knows you so well because he'll get onto you and he'll say the right things at the right time. And he's like, he was like, you're not you're not tired. Like the only thing that loses this fight is your mind. So you got to think. Well, and then my the assistant coach Josh Pritchard was like, um, "Can't Chris, remember why you're doing this?" And obviously I had a newborn. He's like, "You do it like Can't Chris, think of your family." And I'm like, "Okay, now super motivated. I've got 12, yeah. 12 minutes of." hard yeah. graft to, to to get through this so uh yeah so that that for me was sort of the one thing that i had from shane which really sort of looked like look, sort of i remember really well and uh mm. def- definitely helped me through and, and pushed me to to win that fight 
just kept thinking if I was the coach and I'd be thinking because I thought about this in have you seen those documentaries about the um the like Spurs and Man City behind the scenes, you know, where yeah. you sort of and like Arteta and Pep. Yeah. And I was I was just all the time thinking, I wonder if they're ever thinking like Shane going, I've got fucking nothing to say. Yeah, I've got nothing, I've got nothing, nothing to give. Nothing. I don't know what to say to him. Shit, fucking, <laughs> I've, I've said, I've, I've given him my finger to your family and that didn't work. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. What do I fucking say yeah. now? Oh, shit. Twinkle toes? <laughs> twinkle toes. Come on, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> I don't know why do I say Twinkle Toes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I just wonder if he has ever thought, oh, think, 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 think. <laughs> he seems like a just, really smart fella, so no, yeah, he definitely hasn't. I think he just <laughs> no. doesn't say anything for the whole minute. Just yeah, sits there, just gives some water, goes, here. you're right. right, and you're like, yeah, good. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> after the fight, I'm sorry I dried up there. I'm so sorry. I, I left my notes yeah. in the changing yeah. room. Oh. Oh. Right, block. Yeah. Oh, no. Thank you so much, yeah, that's, Chris. Such, uh, thank you such you an amazing that. insight. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's been really? an honour having you on. I'm a big fan of you both. So, uh, oh, yeah, how thank lovely. you very much. Well, congratulations you. Congrats, on your yeah, success. Um, it's insane. Really thank brilliant. You, Appreciate it. And uh, good luck um, with everything. I think the gentleman should remain silent during press conferences as like a Mouth like an enigma. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. I might try it. I might try it for Just one. nodding. Yeah, just playing with your cane. Yeah, not the top too of your much. Cane. No, yeah, no. But, but just yeah. every, every, every yeah. when you get asked a tricky question, you just tap the top of your cane with your fingers <laughs> like that. And then yeah. you go, wow, that guy's just... He's yeah. I, need, I need to get a cane in the top hat, really, oh, to please, go the full, the full God, way. What if you did the next... Could we, it, is there any chance doing? that Chatterbix could sponsor your top hat? Yeah, absolutely. God dear. All your gloves, chatter and bits. Yeah. Get a little henna tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. These are just ideas. So cool. I know you've got a lot of other things to think about. At the way in, just give that up. Yeah. Yeah. We will be emailing a reminder for that. Yeah, no worries. Sounds good. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, gents. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. And you. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye.